Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Liga Mekis Preview, brought to you by the Mexican Soccer Show. Week 7 is now behind us, so to help me look forward to Week 8 and some of the bigger storylines in the next few days in Liga Mekis, we've got David Flores Suku from the Paradero Boys. David, thanks for joining me. Thanks for the invitation, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to, happy to talk about the Liga MX. It's been a long, long time since I've done anything like this. So thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, of course. And for, for those who don't know, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, the Paradero Boys. Uh, so Paradero Boys is a account I run with my brother, uh, Ramon. Uh, we cover all things Atlas, uh, Atlas FSA, Atlas Femenil in English. We've been doing this for over two, two and a half years. Uh, so anyone uh, fan of Atlas who hasn't uh, followed us, they should definitely do it. We have a we 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 are like a little like a little news account, but we we give it a little uh, funny touch, a personal touch, and sometimes a sarcastical touch. So uh, we we like doing this. Uh, we, uh, as I said before, we've been doing this like since 2017 and basically that's it uh we we're just another uh account from the family yeah most definitely most definitely yeah so that's at paradero boys on twitter if you guys don't already follow them uh yeah we brought we brought david here to to talk a little bit at less uh later on the pod but let's first start with uh, a few of the big matches um, this upcoming Liga Mekis uh, week, and I shouldn't even say weekend, just definitely this week because games start uh, uh, are starting tonight. But let's look ahead uh, to Tigres versus Chivas. I mean, David, I mean, both teams haven't exactly looked good in recent weeks. So for you, when you're looking at this matchup, who, who do you think has the advantage here? Yeah, what comes to mind when you're looking at this game? Of course, uh, any, any match Tigres plays... I mean, Tigres has one of the uh, ex- the more expensive uh, team in the league. So, so every time Tigres play, uh, I think Tigres has an advantage, but they they haven't done well as well as Chivas. The funny thing about this match is since their since their final who that Chivas won here at at Zapopan, they they've 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 kind of made like a rivalry yeah um, almost almost a, a almost like a classic of of course it's not a classical but they they've 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 become such a rivalry between both teams uh one team that proclaims to be the the, the biggest team in the in the in the country and tigres a team that uh like they've been doing they've been getting to the final for the last uh, four or five years, so they 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 want to become the one of people say the one of the grandes, and Chivas being one of the grandes, uh, so they have this little rivalry which I think is fun. Uh, I, I like being uh, seeing uh, hard tackles and, and stuff like that in the game, so it's going it's going to be interesting to to see this match. Yeah, most definitely. And especially since, I mean, yeah, Tigres are definitely, I mean, a powerhouse in Liga Mekis, but 
I mean, I don't know. They've 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 been allowing late goals reach recently. I mean, their late goals. I mean, they, they earned them a loss and two draws in the last three games. I mean, Gignac is scoring. That's for sure. I mean, he's definitely like adding a plenty of goals. But I mean, but they're not closing out those matches because I mean, I think part of it too is just like, I mean, who who else is going to score other than Gignac? I mean, he's a target man, obviously, but I mean, but no player has scored other than Gignac in their last three games and you look at the bench and you're like, all right, you know, hashtag free, free Leo Fernandez. You know, he hasn't had a start in the last two games and for Chivas. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it's been an interesting season for them too. Cause when I think of Chivas, I think of the off, off the field issues. I think of, I mean, that, that recent game with Pachuca too, that zero, zero draw between Chivas and Pachuca. Honestly, that was, one of the worst Liga Mekis games I've seen this season. I, mean, I sometimes try to make it out to be like, oh, no, there, maybe there was an interesting tactical battle. You know, goals don't really matter here. But no, but no joke, that game was genuinely awful. But I mean, here's, here's a question for you, David. So as an Atlas fan, I mean, how do you feel about what's been happening to Chivas lately? Like how, with the off the field drama and... Uh, uh, you know, having to bring in a new manager and just, I mean, what comes to mind? I mean, uh, people don't know about this, but people here in Guadalajara uh, are either Atlas fan or Chivas fan or, or America fan. So you have uh, Chivas fans, like, they're, they're your best friend, they're your brother, they're your father, they're your uncle. So, like, that really hate about Chivas, we, we, we don't hate Chivas. Uh, it's it's a it's a rivalry only thing, but I I feel bad for them. I mean, uh, I think Chivas was the team that took the worst hit with the with the coronavirus uh, yeah. pandemic, because they, they they were doing great the uh, the season that got cancelled. Uh, they waste they put a lot of money. They they brought they brought like a lot of guys uh, expensive guys. And they sold a lot of tickets. I, th- I think uh, when before that that season started, uh, they were uh, bragging about uh, the season pass like sold out. And the the pandemic came in, and that that uh, I mean this, those season tickets, those uh, players you you bought, they they're that's money you you wasted. Uh, it's gonna cost you. I, I mean. Every team lost money with this with this pandemic, but I think they 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 got this, the worst because they decided to invest uh, that season, which got cancelled. And right now, like the the off the field stuff, I mean, I I I really think the the coach or the management that are uh, punishing those players that are partying. I think they're they're doing the great thing because it's it's a bad it's a bad look for your team that you're play that you're saying uh, to your fans stay home uh, don't take any chances with this stuff and your your players are there in in, in Instagram stories uh, having a party and it's a bad look I think that they're, they're doing great uh, punishing those players but I mean I don't know how are they gonna uh, Bring back the squad. I think the the, the team is broken in, inside in the in the locker room. I hope they they find they find something to to bring back that team because the the, the players are great. I mean, I right. wish I have those kind of players on my team. And they're they're doing 
like absolute garbage right now. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree. I think a lot of people would agree. I mean, just at full strength, you know, uh, all those players at the top of their abilities. I mean, I, I think they could go toe to toe with any Liga Mekis club. And I would say, I mean, even if even though they, there are some internal issues, I mean, the good news for them is that Thigidis have looked too casual this season. I don't know, maybe like Thuka realized like, oh, we only have to go to 12th places. Maybe he's thinking like, all right take it easy and then we'll really start to step up once the playoffs start but but i wouldn't be surprised honestly if, if chivas could get a, get a late equalizer you know what we could even say like a late game winner depending on the performances of key players like macias or vega or angulo or others so i, I think it'll be a very very interesting match hopefully man just hopefully it's better than that zero zero draw with pachuca but let's look ahead to pumas versus puebla um yeah I, I think this is interesting just because of Bumas, you know, just what they've been able to do in recent weeks. I honestly didn't give them too much credit and I still feel slightly, you know, cautious about feel, feeling very confident about them. And I doubted them and I, I thought they would rely on Carlos Gonzalez and Dineno, which, to be honest, is partially true. But they still have, I mean, they've had some great performances from Talavera, Iturbe, Johan Vasquez, Alejandro Mayorga. So uh, for, for you, when you're looking at this game, do you, you think uh, Bumas can maintain their undefeated streak, especially against a side like Puebla? Or, may, or Puebla with their defensive strategy might, might give them some trouble. What do you think? Well, I think uh, like in this season, uh, it was going to come down like in the, in the start of this season, it's going to come down the, the team that uh, gets that, uh, that pro level uh, like gameplay uh, mm-hmm. early on because teams are are coming from not playing are coming from from a lot of stuff and and Pumas has has come out and and played at a really high level uh, I think they're gonna I mean I, I I'm like you I'm I'm a little bit a little bit uh, skeptical about mm-hmm. about them uh, I don't think they're gonna they're uh, team uh, contender for the title. But they 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 come out and they've 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 have a great uh, season start. So looking at this game, uh, at Puebla, I don't know. I I think uh, I'm like when I see Puebla, all I think about is uh, Ormeño and how <laughs> yeah. he's scoring goals. Yeah. And like, oh, watch out for them. So. I don't know. I think Puebla's going to win this game. I don't know. I have ah, a, a interesting. Little... Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I guess if, if you're looking at like some stats here, I mean, so I mean, Puebla, Puebla actually do pretty well in the air and Pumas have definitely relied on some of those goals in the air. I mean, I think if I was looking as well as some of their defensive numbers, they win over 50% of their aerial duels and they have plenty of blocks, they have plenty of interceptions. Maybe that's just because of the style of play. So maybe those stats just tend to be higher since they're s- sitting back. But I don't know. They got, they got that 4-1 to win over over Toluca. And yeah, Toluca allows a lot, a lot of goals uh, this season. But yeah, Ormeño is doing quite well i mean they they tend to not allow a lot of goals and maybe if they uh if they really frustrate uh players like carlos gonzalez Dineno, they they could get something here but i think I, i'm genuinely fascinated by this one just because i feel like maybe i wonder if this is going to be the game where Bubas finally 
stumble just because of Puebla's defensive approach, just because, um, you know, Puebla's strategy with low possession and they're going to aim for some counters and it's it's going to be able to work here. I'm not saying that. And here's the thing, too. I'm saying this as someone who's also very skeptical of Puebla. Uh, when they were doing really well early on in the season, I kept thinking this isn't going to last. I kept thinking like there's no way that this strategy could work. You know, they're just... Yeah, I, 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 it's like, yeah, they're doing well defensively, but are they putting up the best defensive numbers in the league? I'm not entirely sure, but I think in this weekend, though, I, I wouldn't be surprised either if they could, uh, if they could steal a win uh, from Pumas. I mean, Pumas' I, undefeated streak is over. I, I think if the if the game tied like in the in the seventh uh, minute, I think uh, I think Puebla's gonna win it, like in a counter or something. Pumas gonna. Uh, uh, become desperate and Empol is gonna uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. So keep an eye on that one. So the the only the only team in Liga Mekis has yet to suffer loss could potentially uh, suffer one this weekend. But let's look ahead to Atlas versus Cruz Azul. And I think I think a lot of Liga Mekis fans will wouldn't think twice about this when they say like boom Cruz Azul win and then that's that's all they're thinking. But for you honestly how how confident are you going into this match against a side like Cruz Azul? Uh, I mean, uh, they won. Uh, Atlas gonna Atlas has lost the games because of their defense. Uh, both both center backs like are, are like an amateur level. I, I don't want them anymore. I hate them. <laughs> uh, if last game against Leon, they they were winning. Uh, I think Atlas has like great offensive players, like mm-hmm. the the top the from the half of the team to the top. Uh, they have like great great players, like top top tier te- top top tier players. Mm-hmm. And the defense, like it's from a Liga of Ascenso, uh, Liga of Ascenso <laughs> level. So I mean. <laughs> They, they they can hurt Cruz Azul definitely. They can hurt any team. Uh, uh, I, with Malcorra, Renato, Renato is now playing uh, uh, from the start. Uh, from Renato, Malcorra, uh, Acosta. Yeah. I, I mean those. They were they were looking pretty good uh, the first uh, twenty minutes because mm-hmm. they didn't. Uh, have they didn't park the bus like when they scored the goal? They were like pushing Leon, and and it looked pretty good. Then they scored the goal, they become a little more a little more defensive, and then Leon, uh, of course, uh, came back and and, w- and won that match. Uh, I mean, if they change their style of play, like mm-hmm. they don't, so you don't rely rely on. On the defense that much, uh, maybe uh, fight that game in the in the midfield, pushing the the other team to their half. I think they have a chance. But if they do the same, if they get an early goal because of the their talent that that they have on top, and then park the bus and rely on their on Nervo and and Conti, they're gonna lose the game again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I do agree with you when it comes to some of those attacking players from Atlas. I mean, especially Malcora. I mean, people who regularly listen to 
to the Mexican soccer show know that I'm a, I'm a big fan of Malcora. Uh, I, I think he has fantastic energy. He has great work rate. He's also just deadly on set pieces just with those free kicks. He's fantastic with some of those, those free kicks. And, uh, but I, I think one thing I want to ask you though, is just, I mean, thoughts on uh, Coca so far, your new manager. Um, I, I kept a close eye on him when he was over here in Tijuana when he coached Cholos for, I mean, it was less than a year. So, I mean, but I guess that's pretty standard for a lot of Liga Mackey's teams is for a manager to have like a little over a half of a year in charge. But your, your, your thoughts on, on the new manager for Atlas? Uh, you can't really... Uh, right now, you can't blame the coach mm-hmm. because yeah, agreed, you, agreed. You, you, you come to a team that's already built uh, not for you, for another guy. Uh, as I said before, the defense really, really sucks. So he doesn't have a... Ch- uh, like they, they ha- He doesn't have an, an more centre-backs. I mean... The only thing he can do is bring some uh, under twenty guys. Like that's the only like the 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 bench. If you look at the bench uh, in any Atlas game, is everyone is like from the under twenty team. Everyone. Yeah, that, that's you, a cool thing about Atlas. I, if, I mean, I guess I guess it's for me. It's it's a thing where it's just like where I look at Atlas, and I'm like ah, oh, cool. There's gonna be some. There's, there's always gonna be some young Mexican kid like uh, getting minutes, but I guess for Atlas though, what that means is is due to them fielding a lot of young players. It also means that uh, you're not exactly gonna be uh, getting heavy wins or just like one-sided wins because there's gonna be a lot of uh, untested talent out there. No, it's 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 because they they don't have players. They don't have yeah. players. I mean, you look uh, if you look uh, on the social media of Atlas, they cover the under twenty guys. And the other day I was looking and I was looking at the lineup and mm-hmm. then those on the lineup, they're on the bench the next game. I don't know if that affects, I mean, like all the guys played uh, that morning in those, all the guys on the bench. Mm-hmm. So that tells you that it's not to bring new talent. Of course, Atlas always uh, tries to bring new talent, uh, but that, that means they don't have players. I never noticed that beforehand, actually, because I've never. I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I don't keep up sometimes with the U, with the some of the U twenties. But so you're saying that Atlas, they'll have some of the U twenty players take like a lot of them will take part in the U twenty games in the morning, and then they'll be on the bench for the senior side, uh, like on the same day. Because that's I didn't yes. I didn't I don't know. Wow, that's that's. I mean, because I've seen that every now and then, sometimes with some Liga Mekis teams, but to have like that many players on the bench already played early in the day, I mean, that definitely. Yeah, that definitely hurts the squad. That definitely hurts them. I mean, it it looks like they're 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 doing it to to only feel the uh feel those eighteen players you have no what no like fifteen players you have to bring to that much. It's basically basically that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's more that because like yeah, how many subs is now? Because now you can make more than it's probably it's because more, you can make you can make up to five subs now. So I think that's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Would it be ten? I think there'd probably be ten players on the bench. I might, I might get that wrong, but yeah. So I guess in order to have up to to have more players on the bench, they're bringing some of those young guys. But, but I guess another. So, so, so what you're saying is, okay. Actually, you know what? Let's. I, I want to focus back on the game because I want to. I want to hear your thoughts on just what do you think is going to happen in this game against Cruz Azul? Because. Because I mean, I'll I'll ask you some questions about Atlas uh, after we finish this game preview. But I mean, with Cruz Azul, I mean, 
you got Cavacita playing well. Their 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 squad is absolutely stacked. I mean, if we're gonna talk about bench players, I mean, let's look at. I'm gonna let's see. Let me click on this. I should have had this prepped actually. But let's look at the bench players. Uh, should have it ready in a second. Yeah, the bench players for Grusasul in their game uh, against Nicaxa. You got uh, you got Jurado. You got Roberto Alvarado. You got Elias Hernandez, you have Ignacio Rivero, you have Milton Caraglio, you have Misael Dominguez, uh, you know, you have Shaggy Martinez. I mean, it's just it's just a world of a difference, you know, when you compare it to Atlas. So, I mean, you, you, could, you, you can never make assumptions in any Liga Mekis game. You, you know, in Liga Mekis, you got to always predict the unpredictable. But, I mean, if you had to make a prediction about how this game is going to go, what do, how do you think it's, what, what do you think the result's going to be? I think Atlas is going to score first, then uh, Cruz Azul is going to come back and win the game. If you, if you had to give a score line, though, what would it be? 2-1 or 3-1. 2-1 or 3-1. Yeah, I, th- I think I would, go, I would go with the same. I think I would imagine Cavacita is going to have a goal. Maybe uh, uh, you know, Santi Jimenez, who's been playing pretty well, too. Like uh, I would imagine he might have an opportunity as well. Maybe Luis Romo, too. Jeez, I've been so impressed by him in the midfield. and He seems to have a constant presence uh in the attacking third and seems to have such a presence also in the 18 yard box i feel like sometimes i see him a lot uh in that 18 yard box for the opposition but yeah i'll go to the i'll i'll, I'll stick with the i think i'll go with a three to one here but i want I want, but the reason why we brought you on the podcast though is to obviously talk at less and i just i've got i've got i've got a few questions here and i got i mean and you kind of already hinted at it, the answer for this first question i want to ask you but i mean in it's in a season it's, it's been filled with you know, problems for Atlas when you look at the results. I mean, what what players have stood out to you so far? Oh, uh, definitely, as you said, Malcorra. Uh, yeah. uh, like, I'm very impressed by him. He has a lot of energy. It seems like he, Johnson, uh, he has a gas tank that lasts three games. Yeah. He always running. He always fighting for those uh, loose balls. Um, I mean, right now he's the best player on the team. Uh, of uh, behind him, I think uh, Luciano Costa. Uh, he, they finally put him in the the on the position he's best in, in the and right behind the, the striker, where he can grab the ball and uh, produce some offensive plays. Because last season they they were like putting him on on striker, they were putting him on the. On the wing, and and he he didn't like uh, make a name for his for himself. And mm-hmm. I think it was his first season here. Uh, but that right now he's playing great. I mean, if you watch the game, oh, yeah. how many how many times he grabs the ball, and uh, like he's a he's a top tier player in the league, I think. Uh, oh. oh yeah, and. And the 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 few minutes uh, Ibarra has played, uh, I think he's he 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 made uh, everyone know uh, how great player he is, how great player why he was on America, and how how important his role in this team could be. And I think uh, the more minutes he he played, the the more the the best gonna. The more uh, help he's gonna bring to the team, like in Leon, the first play he grabbed the ball, he dribbled uh, across for for 
three or four defenders of Leon and almost scored. Then he scored the goal. Uh, he's top caliber player as as well. So those are the the three players. The whatever. Three best whatever, players. Whatever happened to what is it? I think his name was Jairo Torres. Ever he got the call up to Mexico. I think it was last year. It was during a call up when Tata when Tata Martino was looking at. Like a just like a number of young options. It was like kind of like focusing on like young, like up and coming options. And I thought I thought it did all right. And every now and then, when I've like when he's been on the field for for Atlas, I feel like he's done well. But it was, as someone who's focused on the team like week in and week out, what what are your th- thoughts on him? Because I feel like he, I think he came off the bench in the last game against Leon, right? Uh, yes, uh, I think uh, those uh, those. I I've seen this story of young players like oh he's gonna be good he's gonna be on the national team someday and they they slowly 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 uh, play don't play at that level slowly slow, and then they they fade they sell to another team where that team uh, doesn't play him I mean I'm very skeptical about uh, Torres uh, mm-hmm. alongside um, many of the Canteranos uh, I th- because someone who has watched uh, Atlas for, for a long time, you can see the same name, and then they become like that player that fills the team because no, there's no one else to put in. And, I mean, he, he has played a lot. The opportunity is there, and he hasn't, uh, like, grabbed that position. And now with... Uh, with Ibarra, and, uh, he he plays on the wing, and now with uh, Ibarra and Malcorra, and I don't think he's gonna he's gonna come come in in the bench like a like a resource, and he's gonna have to earn that that spot because right now I don't see him like a, a like a huge prospect or something like that. I mean, I've watched the games; he's he's fading out. Uh, he's trying to. Uh, he he's not winning one on ones against defensive players. I mean, I don't see him like a like a like a good player. I see him like another field player for the team right now because the last season he played really well. Interesting. Yeah. So that's yeah. Because I was wondering about him because I feel like because I, I, I felt like yeah last year and like little glimpses i've seen from him i was like ah oh, that there, maybe there's something special about him but it was interesting to hear your perspective obviously because you you've been keeping an eye on him week in and week out but um I, I got another question for you and it's just i mean in an ideal world i mean for you and, and i guess something that's realistic too because you can't say like oh you know bring over uh you know pep or or Klopp, but uh but who would be the manager that Atlas needs right now is it Coca? I mean, who is it? Someone else? Like, who, who would be an ideal manager for you for Atlas? In a very, very far dream, uh, I have like we've been we've been wanting Vielsa uh, to come back mm-hmm. because we know he he has. Uh, hey, he takes on weird projects sometimes, so who knows? Yes. You never know. Yes, <laughs> no. Funny story. Uh, my grandfather's uh, my grandfather uh, was a was a owner before uh, uh, Tavasteca bought the team, mm-hmm. and he was uh, he he has a uh, a great relationship with uh, Vielsa. Like oh no way, yeah. Like they, I don't I don't I don't remember the last time they 
Uh, I think I don't remember the last time they they met each other, but I mean, uh, he sent me the photo and I was like, holy shit, like Vilsa. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was like we we're we're very good friends. Uh, back when he was an atlas, I I think I, I wasn't born or or I was like two 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 three years old. Uh, they they become really good friends and and my grandfather told me that he has he has love for atlas as well as as well as new worlds because uh, the the colors. Mm-hmm. But he has a uh, he has he he liked a lot of. Atlas, and he he probably in the future wants to come in, but I don't know. That's that's that has been my dream to to him to come back. But I Which, don't know. I'm just gonna tweet out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like a lot of like the red like siren emojis, and I'm gonna say bombazo, like <laughs> you know, like Bielsa tiene amor por Atlas, like you heard it here first. Uh... <laughs> but anyway, sorry, good to... <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, m- many coaches have love of Atlas. Uh, 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 as well, my grandfathers, they have a great relationship with, uh, with uh, La Volpe. Mm-hmm. But La Volpe right now, he's he, right, like, People are very skeptical of him. They yeah. they don't think he's a great manager anymore. So I don't I don't know. I think uh, with this squad, no matter who you bring as head coach, uh, they're gonna struggle. Yeah, that's why I was very angry at uh, like they fired the or last coach, like he. It's not her. It's not his fault. Uh, I think the the squad is very bad. I think and any any head coach you put in is gonna struggle. Let's see how Coca does it. Uh, how he uh, feels those those defensive players that that they're hurting the the team. I don't know how how he's gonna do it, but I hope he has a magical stuff behind. He's back. All right, and just a couple more questions here about Atlas. So, if you had to make a prediction, where do Atlas finish this season? Like, what, 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 what spot, what position? How is the season going to pan out for them? I mean, if you have, if you have to make a prediction here, I really hope uh, they can uh, make it to the twelfth place. Uh, I think they're gonna gonna be on those. Those new spots uh, that like opened up for the Liga, I think in their four or three. Yeah, just yeah. There's four four more spot. Uh, yeah, think, or yeah, they're. I think they're gonna uh, be on those those four uh, those four places from ninth to twelfth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Like, and uh, that's a like a very bad prediction. Like, <laughs> realistic. Like, they maybe don't make it. I don't know, but I hope they make it. All right, and then to close things out about Atlas, if you could steal one Chivas player and bring him over to Atlas, who would it be? No one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If if you had to steal one, though, who would it be? I don't know. The the one that doesn't hate us because I've noticed, (laughs) like, over in social media, that some of the players, like, have a really... They, like... They like to uh, make fun of Atlas, and I was like, like, 
we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. You know, I mean, if you make fun of Atlas, like you don't have you have nothing to do in, in your life. <laughs> like <laughs> go go do something else. So I mean, many of the players right now they played on Atlas at some time, like Diseño, mm -hmm. like Calderon, uh, like uh, who's the other one, uh, Brizuela. And the thing about them is like, as when they when they came to Chivas, like they, ah, I don't know what Atlas is, you know, mm -hmm. and they're like. You play for us, like you have to very you have to be like not. I mean, you have to love the team you play for, but you don't have to make fun of the the team in front, because if if you're from Guadalajara and, and you've not the stories of uh, like young talent, uh, it's because it's mostly of them they played also in women's teams. They played for Guadalajara or Atlas before they played for the other team. Because uh, it's very common here. If one team doesn't give you the chance, you go to the other team. Right, of course, yeah. And that's why uh, many when when they play under 20s, like there's no, there's not that hate. Like everyone knows each other. You play with the with some of the guys on the other team, and and vice versa. So I mean, if I can steal one player. And and I need to check who who doesn't like hate the team. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's like it's not about who's good. She's like who who just doesn't hate Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it is maybe it is Brisenio or Calderon. I mean they were part of the youth academy, right? Of, of like you mentioned there, I'm pretty sure they they were definitely not not only just played for Atlas, but part of the youth academy uh, for yes. for the team. So maybe one of them. Maybe Calderon. Yes, because he, I mean, the the Chivas uh, social media account they make fun of when when he came to the team, like he, they, I think they put uh, se lo explicamos and y entendió. It's yeah. making fun of uh, Atlas, uh, like the 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 thing they say that uh, no lo vas a entender when people ask why I use Pro Atlas. Yeah, and but like he in person, I think that he doesn't hate the team or anything else. And right now, like he's playing in Tapatio, I think. Yeah, he got yeah he got him and who was the other guy? I can't believe I just forgot. It was yeah, it was Calderon. And oh my god, how how did I forget about that? The other player who got uh oh actually it was Ronaldo Cisneros. Ronaldo Cisneros. Yeah. That's right. That's how it is. Yeah. So uh, that that tweet has an H weld. <laughs> and they're they're gonna they they're missing out of the talent. Calderon is a great player. Oh yeah. So that's my answer. All right. Pretty, uh, pretty long I like answer, but... I like it though. I like it. <laughs> but all right. And just to wrap things up, obviously there's still there there are other Liga Mekis games that are happening this weekend. There. There's a Medica versus Mazatlan. I mean, really quickly, that would have made it into our, our big three to watch um, this weekend slash this week. But because the game might be over by the time you're listening to this, we decided uh, to not include it. But this should be a good one uh, really quickly. I mean, America and Herrera bounce back after recent criticism and Mazatlan are definitely a work in progress, but they've shown some occasional good signs. So I'd, I'd keep an eye on that one. There's also Querétaro Toluca. 
Pachuca San Luis, Necaxa León, Cholos versus Monterrey, and Juárez versus Santos. And for you, David, I mean, just what 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 games stand out to you to kind of keep an eye on? I mean, the American one, but as you said, uh, we can talk one the uh, when this thing come out and uh, the game's already over. So uh, I think Monterrey Cholos just like yeah, looking at the. And then not looking at the table or anything, just looking at the the, the names of the teams. Uh, they're both teams like uh, they usually play good. So I think that that's the game uh, outside of the games we already talked talked about. I mean, yeah, for for me, for Cholos Monterrey, I mean, it's Pablo Guede under pressure for Cholos. I think he's gonna. It's going to throw some numbers forward. Um, I think he's going to try to take his chances, especially at home. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter who they want to play against at home. They tend to be more attack-minded. And I think because of that, I mean, Monterrey are going to have some chances. And yeah, Monterrey, they're, they're not the team that we saw in late 2019. But I feel like that that sleeping giant has, has woken up a little bit in recent weeks. So... They're going to provide a lot of shots. I mean, they definitely have more shots per game than any other Liga Mekis team right now. So I think we're going to see a lot of goals in that one. I think we're definitely going to see a lot of goals. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see about America Mazatlan. I mean, I, I think it, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, Mazatlan definitely. Like I said, they're definitely a work in progress, but I mean, they, they've occasionally shown some good signs, and they might be feeling a little confident too after their their latest result against Tigres. So. So who knows? But uh, but yeah. Any other any other thoughts on the the Liga Mekis weekend uh, before we close out? Mm, like we, I think we we covered everything up uh, pretty great. So yeah. no comments there. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, no love for Marco Fabian versus Santos. Dang. Oh, I mean, if he's listening, uh, if he's listening to this, he might he might, uh, he might be a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking Fun funny story. We we have a great relationship with him. Uh, and one of his uh. uh one of, uh, the best friend of my brother is his. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, his family with him, and over yeah. the over the pandemic, we we played uh, FIFA a lot. Uh, and he, um, I mean, before that, we as an Atlas fan, we we kind of hated him, but then <laughs> we we like we met him. Like he, he's a great guy. Uh, uh, he was. Uh, Always hinting us like, oh, who, uh, what team I'm gonna go play with, and uh, we're like, <laughs> he was gonna, he he was joking about. Uh, we we, I think if you said uh, pass me, he was gonna play in Juarez. I was I was gonna say like, you're crazy, but <laughs> he's he's now playing for Juarez. Uh, I really hope he he does well in the team. Because, yeah, uh, I was gonna say you guys. You guys, I was gonna, so the reason I brought that up is like you guys did play FIFA with him, right? Was it more? Was it one game, a couple games? Ever you guys no. were hyping it up or something like that? I was like, I was like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> like we 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 started playing uh, pro clubs with him because we love pro clubs, and if anyone knows us, they know that. And and then uh, the that media record, uh, they they put out like a tournament or something. Yeah, and we were out of like the the re, for for register that team. The, we missed the date for for the uh-huh. uh, for the tournament, and we like used 
his like media power and he talks <laughs> to some guys and they actually canceled that uh, tournament midway and they start started over again because the the teams like they they say to the teams uh we're gonna cancel the tournament but uh, Marco Fabian is gonna play and, like, <laughs> I was, and everyone's like oh my god yes and we actually played that that tournament and actually won that tournament oh no way was, uh, yes and that was like the the final match we we went to penalties and in pro club you can't uh you can put you can put an an order to to who's gonna take what penalty so the game automatically decides and actually the last penalty he he, he scored it so, so Marco Fabian scored the game winning goal no in penalties that's yeah, awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, of course uh he he's of course uh he, he stopped playing because the time and, and everything, and he was like looking for a team. But, uh, Not a pro club like, team, but an actual soccer team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he uh, last week we talked with him, and he said like, "I'm getting ready, guys. Uh, whoever's playing my position uh, better wrap his things up because I'm coming back." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh man, that's awesome! So uh, yeah, so if any any of you out there who want to challenge a Paradero boy, it's potentially Marco Fabian. Reach reach out to that. Um, but that's it for us. So once again, for uh, for David, I'd be like I said, you you could follow them at Paradero Boys uh, on Twitter. They definitely do great uh, English language content when it comes to Atlas, not only but Atlas, but Atlas Feminine, also with the youth squad. So shout out to them um, once again. Many thanks to our listeners. I mean, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh, please give us uh, some ratings, reviews on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps get the word out about the Mexican Soccer Show. Now, you can follow us on Twitter at Mex Soccer Show and on Instagram at the Mexican Soccer Show. Um, that's it for us. Many thanks again to everybody. And until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys around. <laughs>